I'm Megan. I'm Christy. And I'm Auntie B. And I'm Jessica. And, and we, we are Homebrew Murder Crew. With special guest, Jessica! Jessica! What's up, girl? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, you're our, what, third special guest now? Because we had... Third. Yeah, Kyle third, once. because we had Paul Tuckero, Tuckero. That was We had Kyle. Yeah. Oh, last, last episode was so good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, you guys. I've been completely obsessed with, like, researching and now i'm gonna second guess how i'm gonna say it all night because yes. you've told me you said it wrong i just want to like <laughs> first of all i just want to cor make a correction i pronounced it wrong the entire last episode so this is gonna be part two of our parasomnia and sleep paralysis in our last episode i kept calling it para insomnia <laughs> but it's actually parasomnia i think you flip-flopped but between you know, when you first told me that you said it wrong, and then I said, you said how you said it, and then how it was supposed to be said, I heard no difference. You know what? Brittany <laughs> thinks that it's yep. called windshield factor. So let's not listen to that. Used Whatever to, Brittany says. Used to think it was yeah. windshield factor. How long ago, though? <laughs> also, BTW, apparently I'm not the only one. So it's what? a thing. Well, yeah. No. Okay, okay, start off to start a Facebook group. You know, I don't want to shield factor not, anonymous. No, I'm not owning it. Okay. No, I'm not going to own it that way. <laughs> we have better things to talk about than my stupidity. Anyways, Jessica. again, back to the episode. I loved it. It was so good. And we got so much traction and so many stories. I yes. can't believe how many people suffer with it. And yeah. I was surprised by the just sheer vast of people. There's also so many people that like, don't. They can't so put a word to what it is, and yeah. then since ha like since having that episode error or whatever, um, being able to point them kind of in the right direction. But see, but research. isn't that yeah. why we do yeah. what we do? Because nobody can figure this shit out unless we talk about it. But I think so. in the, some part of the world, basically, is not called like this because it is not recognized because there's a cultural aspect to it. Then let's say in Africa, it will be more cold and you have a spirit coming to visit yeah. you yeah. or attacking you at night. So the... And I'm so excited that you're here for this exact reason. Like a little bit culture, like we bring in the indigenous culture. I'm very excited to hear about your culture today and how it fits in with this yeah, whole absolutely. thing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself so that we know where you're from, who you are. Just give us like a little description. Yeah, so I am, um, I'm from Congo. So there's two Congo, there's a French one and there's a Belgium one. And so the small one is the Congo where I'm from. So it's called Congo Brazzaville. So we just basically use the capital to make the difference between, between the two Congo. So I grew up, uh, so my mom, my dad, I have three brothers, uh, three big brothers. And my dad was a diplomat, retired now. So that gave us the chance to live in many different uh, different countries. Wow. So arrived in Canada, I was 12 years old. And 
since uh, in Canada <laughs> ever since. But have you in, been in Calgary or in, have you been all over Canada? I was in Montreal and I moved to Calgary around like 27 years old, was tired and needed to learn how to speak English basically. So and I moved on my own to Calgary out of the because wow. is Congo French? Yes. Her oh, part. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Know yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't know that. The more, yeah. you know. Oh, she said there's two parts, right? You said the one's yeah. French and one. Belgian. So would one Belgian. part yeah. be Kongai? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, both call, <laughs> they both call Congo. But uh, <laughs> so that will kind of explain why we had to move. So we were in France and uh, my my dad basically was sent to Niger, which is another French country in Africa. Um, oh, I didn't know that there was so much French influence. Oh my God, that, so actually. so much. Like it's basically like split between England, France, Belgium, Portugal, and Germany, and the Dutch as well. Oh, I, I'm super grateful for the response we had last episode. Yeah. And yeah. I am even more grateful for you to be oh here, Jessica. Oh my God, Megan yeah. spoke that, yes. like so much about you. And that, <laughs> so yeah, such an amazing story. We brought her we brought, on. Yeah. I reached out to Jessica to ask her for her experiences with sleep paralysis and the parasomnias. And she sent me a voice recording of her, one of her experiences. And right. from what we just talked yeah. about, there was a lot of like cultural aspects to it and stuff. And as I'm listening to it, trying to write it all down to get it in the episode, I was like, there's no like I can't way. Do this. I can't, <laughs> I can't relate it the same way that you're going to tell yeah, it. There's oh no God, way that I'm going to be able to. So I was like, Jessica, what are you doing in two weeks? And now here she is. Yeah. Jessica. Let's get right into this. Okay. So I have to give a little bit of a backstory and to the, story. the year and, uh, you know, some details about like the difference for everybody to be able to visualize how really the story went down. So it's around, I will say 1985. Okay. We have to That's move. <laughs> we have to move from Paris to Niger. Okay, so not Nigeria. So Nigeria is yes. British and Niger is French, actually. But they are beside each other. The more you know. <laughs> like, I, I've, I'm honestly learning so much I know. right now. Yeah. And um, so Niger is a very dry country, um, majoritarily Muslim. Um, and... Uh, so we arrive in that brand new country where we used to be in France, in Paris, so completely different. And um, so my dad being a diplomat, wherever he is sent, there's a house and a driver, a car, whatever, the whole shebang, okay? So it's will be the equivalent of a, a gated community. I love here. that you said the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> you warm my heart, continue, sorry. I'm also obsessed with like your accent. <laughs> I'm trying to control it not to be no, too, too French. <laughs> So we get to that house, then is massive, big yard. So at the door, big white gate, there's a, there's a guardian, there's everything, right? In Paris, we were living in an apartment, so less room for the dreams and, you know, the... Yeah. Oh, don't we know that? <laughs> We've all been in tiny apartments. <laughs> right across the street, 
there's a military camp, a military base. In the apartment? Uh, no, no this is well, what happens in Niger. The difference between so, our tiny hotel, our <laughs> tiny apartments, and their tiny apartments. This gated community. Okay. Yes, it's not gated, but that will be the equivalent well, yeah, of yeah. the sizes of cool. the houses and yeah, yeah. how rich the neighborhood is. Right. So right across the street, there's that military base and is the, how you say that, the soldier assigned to the president. So it is oh. not, it is not, they are <laughs> not is is bodyguard but if something happened to the president like it's those ones who's gonna react oh, so okay. the reason why i'm explaining that is because maybe a year to maybe two years before we moved to niger they were an attempt coup so the entire city was under uh state of emergency yeah okay and our house being right across the street you could see some bullet impact on certain wall. No. And, you know, like just being in the house, talking to the people who worked for my parents at the time. So cook, gardener, yeah. driver, they explained to my parents then all oh, during the coup, there were somebody who died in the house from um, what I will say a lost bullet. Yeah. But we didn't know exactly which room or anything so being several, in your house yes in the house then and, we just, just across took, the street just across the street yeah, we yeah, were, yeah, yeah. This, like war zone exactly we were the closest houses to the to the military wow. camp and so the inside have been repaired there were no sign of anything it's just that wall from yeah. the outside then you could see that something happened yeah and um so the first night Everything was fine. It probably took, I will say, maybe like a month or two before it started to happen. At that time, I was sharing my my bedroom with my brother that and is old, four years old. I was seven years old. Oh my God. And my brother that is right before me was about 10 years old. But my parents realized quickly that I was growing up quickly yeah. and I will eventually need to have a bedroom for myself. Yeah. But in the meantime, it was one night uh it's always hot okay in niger always always so all of the room have ac well thank god <laughs> yes because <laughs> yeah. like this is hot to me and we have ac in here and i'm like yeah oh. and it is like and it gets extremely cool to the point where you need you know like a big blanket that really? you use here oh. in it during winter okay. that's crazy um, i would never have guessed that i know uh, yes. I'm like i don't yeah. i'm so i need to educate myself it, on. it is not something that every african <laughs> had it is definitely more you know the more the ones who have more money basically yeah yeah, yeah. um it happened very quickly. So at first I was just asleep. And then I realized then, oh, my toes are cold and extremely cold. So, and I thought then it was just the blanket. You know, when you move your kid, you turn around. So I really just thought then my feet were just like dangling oh, outside, yeah. you know, like yeah. not under the blanket. And it's when I tried to basically like move, to cover my feet. Then I realized that I couldn't move. I just had like, um, how you call it, peripheral vision, yeah. where you can see on your side. So I was able to see my brother. And then suddenly the entire room. So I was able to see my brother on the side. So I know and I was just like, okay, what's happening? You know, trying to understand the situation. And 
weirdly enough, it was all the room was pitch black, but I could see pretty much everything. I could see my brother. That was a weird feeling to have certain senses yeah then being like almost like multiply and work like normally i will not be able to see to see much in that room but at that moment i was able to see my brother sleeping i couldn't move my neck it was just the eyes basically moving like up and down and left and right and then the air in the room became so dense so heavy and i felt almost like i had adult people sitting on my chest. Oh my God. So now the panic is startly, slowly yeah. <laughs> creeping on me, seven years old. Yeah. Oh. And my bed frame was a wood bed frame. They were like a huge bar at the head and at the bottom. And at that moment, I heard a huge crack like something heavy was standing on the bed, not on the mattress, but on that the, wooden bar. The wooden frame. With the wooden frame. And no. I looked, so at that point is straight ahead, and I saw, and I'm no kidding, I remember it like it was yesterday. And I saw that old man, then for me was white man. Don't ask me what he was wearing. I was just... I couldn't move. I was looking at his face. I didn't try to look what he was wearing. You know, like yeah, this could check like, to the police. No, <laughs> no. Do you remember if he was like looking at you? He was looking at directly me at and you? He, directly at me, at me. And I can tell you then his look was, what are you doing in my room? You're not supposed to be here. I was the enemy at that moment in his eyes. And but also, why, why, but also, oh, yes. why do men, even in death, have the audacity? <laughs> <laughs> I'd also like to point out she said white men. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is a sharing circle, and all you Caucasian men out there, we still love you, but let's just get comfortable being uncomfortable, okay? That's, I have no choice. I married one, so... <laughs> I'm marrying one too. Yes. I'm marrying one too. Okay. So. <laughs> and, and then Meg is like dating a German. So. <laughs> We're about as white as you can get. Yeah. So you know what? We're fucking like, diverse. Like we don't one of every single one of us. Yeah. We're diverse. We don't want to hear no shit from no one. We all okay. love you. Let's get back on track. That's okay. So what is your brain thinking? Sorry. I don't mean to. I'm so enthralled. At that moment, I can't even tell you if I really thought about something. I was trying to call for my mom. But there were no sounds coming up, coming out. There were absolutely nothing. And I am petrified. I am scared. I am trying to move. Nothing is responding. I cannot scream. Even my brother, then he's beside me. Like, then he's 10 years old. Then he's 10 years old at that time. He was not responding. It's almost like I was in um you know like a recording room where the noise stay in your room and he couldn't hear me it almost sounded like this how dense the hair was was he awake did he no he was sleeping he was was gone and is at that point you know like the the trust you know when you have to uh, fall backward and your team is grabbing you yeah but at that moment, that I will call it a spirit, okay, or that thing, 
instead of going backward, it fell towards me. No, like, coming Man. down no. on me. And I remember having so much, like all of the muscle in my throat went like so like it's gonna go in because you. I wanted it to scream, you know, out of out of fear. And it's basically when almost his face touched mine. Oh god, no! Then I was able to move, and I it took. I will say that the the whole event um, was probably like under under five minutes, but. It felt like it was oh, it's for fucking ever. lifetime, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking last time. Yeah. And we had a big house. It was still new. Everything is locked at night. Everything is in the dark. When I was able to move, I booked to my parent, to my parents' bedroom. I was banging on their door. My mom opened. My dad was like, "Okay, what's happening now?" But my mom, you know, because it's and this is where I, the cultural aspect come in play because my parents they just say, "Oh, you had a nightmare." my mom took me in and just like tell me what happened and i described Whoa. everything and my parents took that very seriously i love oh, that and that's um, the mom i want to be <laughs> like i i was like i'm like what did you have a bad dream and he's like oh he dropped about zombies i'm like fuck him <laughs> like okay tell me about it like i want to validate that right yeah. because and especially at that age you're very so important. open to that yes. aspect of it right so what like i have two questions that moment that you knew you were awake and yes. that it was over. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that transition? Like how you went from being in that state to all of a sudden knowing that you're okay? It, I don't think oh, she did. She went freaking high tail no, into he, her parents' room. But I know, but I asked that because oh. did you know when you got up to run to your parents' house, were you still dreaming in that moment or did you know oh. for sure? You know, that the first you were thing, the first thing that I was able to move was my toes. My toes, they, <gasps> they were so frozen before. Yes, because yeah. they were extremely cold. Now Ew. I know that it was not, they were Ew. not cold because of the AC. They were cold because they were no. the closest to him. The spirit. The, from the spirit. And, you know, every time then, you know, like in the scary movie, you hear the person say, oh, why is it so cold? That, that take me back to that, to that moment oh. all the time. Oh, and my mom, so my mom my parents they they believe in god so you know we go we went to church and everything and because that was not the that was the first time but unfortunately that was not the last time that that happened and he even come to a point where i was waking up in the morning and i had an imprint on my face (gasps) so yes and it was red yes it was red i swear and my parents they we went to church. We talked to priests. Yeah. Uh, we went to the mosque. So we talked to uh, an imam. And we even went to see local doctors or witch doctor. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they all came, you know, on different day, blessed the bedroom and everything. And of course, the locals say, oh, maybe it's the old man who died in the room. And, and how old and is that everything. property? Like- the property was probably, I will say building the somewhere in the 70s okay at that point so not very old because we're still in 85 you know and that was intense so there's even a moment where my parents they they move us out of the bedroom yeah because the thing was only happening in the bedroom for the longest time did your parents ever ever experience nothing i was was the only but they but they trusted you and they believed in you and they validated you how did your siblings handle it 
Um, did, they, did they know? The, yes, yeah. absolutely. It, it was never something hush-hush. We always talked openly about it. My mom and my brother was the first one to see me in the morning. Yeah. And clearly that was not him slapping me or myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're like, yo, bro, like, wake like, up. Mom, what is that? You know what? You know what? If you listen to part one of this, I'd prefer a slap in the face over my brother trying to piss on my face. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Truth. And he really gets to a point where after all of the blessing from the three different parties, um, my mom said, okay, now, you know, we're going to try it again. And my mom even slept in the bedroom, like, with me, but nothing happened when she was around. Oh. And, um... Yeah, because he's a piece of shit. And that after is... that, you think that it happened once Typical. more. <laughs> once more. It's a person. And, um... Sorry. This is where it gets interesting, because I got my period very young, which is a lot of young African girls have them very young, okay? And it stopped at the moment that I got my period. And really? It never, never happened ever again. So can, now... Can I ask like, how young well, you were yes, when you got I it? Yes, I was eight, eight and a half. Eight and really? a half? Eight and wow. Half. Can yes. I ask how old you are now? Yes, I'm 45. No, you're not. You're yes, what? I am. Shut the front door. <laughs> you're how old? 45. 45. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Because you're like, you're talking like 1985, this happened. Seven like, years old, I was yeah. born in 1985. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that, holy fuck. Like, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> right, right? Holy. Black don't cry. <laughs> I need something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't gotta, I don't have a saying like that yet. <laughs> and this only... girl is bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only when I moved to... Canada, actually, then you know I get curious about certain things. Yeah. You know, culturally, we believe about like the the ghost, the spirit who have like oh spirit who are sent to attack you at night, and it's usually when those those things happen, then you cannot move. Okay, and I learned something uh, reading about paralysis mm-hmm. at night. So there's two things in common. There's apparently a lot of people have hallucination. Yes. What the the scientists call hallucination. Then that comes along with me seeing a spirit standing. Was it really an hallucination or is it really a spirit? So this mm-hmm. is where you can ask the question. And again, they said as well that paralysis happen when there is an imbalance of hormone. And oh. then I get my period. Oh. So it's a new, right. you know, like hormone set inside of me. And oh then God. suddenly that stopped. We are right. so fucking powerful. So <laughs> I want to build off of that for a second. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Because I had no idea about any of this, but there's such a science to go behind what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And even if one person hears this, and it thinks to themselves, I'm nine years old and getting my period and nobody around me is having it and they feel alone. This is a, this is an explanation as to why they're doing that. And that alone is huge. I just love this. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, um, oh, like, is it like, I'm so curious. It's like, is it truly a manifestation of your mind, of your, like, because your hormones like how often did this happen to you 
Yeah, like that nightly? was almost an everyday thing for yeah. at least wow. for at you, least six months. That was an okay. everyday thing. That's and wild. I do think that if like if you could go, because obviously it's been some time, mm-hmm. but like if it was earlier on, do you think that you could sketch what you saw? Definitely. Yeah. I I or love that saw face. A picture. Yeah. Have you ever I thought know. about searching through a book and just all of a sudden coming across his face? You oh. know what? If he were if he was here, I could find it. But in Africa. Those yeah. things are yeah, not reality. Yeah. But yeah. Then, so like, and then he didn't follow you from Africa to Canada. No, like that he never came. Simply home. disappeared. Because okay. I think you're did looking you at it as an an ex- Did yeah. you ever have an experience like that when you moved to Canada? No, never, no. Never, never again. After never so again that, in my entire that's life. The curious part about it, and I think that's why there's so much debate. It's like what what is actually a spirit, and what is this parasomnia well um, yeah and that that goes into like megan your whole experience too is like you saw somebody yeah i felt them Mm -hmm. i felt them i didn't actually see them but i felt him like the bed move i felt his breath on the back of my neck I didn't like I was facing away from him though and I couldn't see in my peripheral vision just the shadow the scary part is I had a girlfriend you know sleepovers yes um few years after I could she went sleep over at my place same that house? same bedroom oh, right. like, oh <laughs> that <God>. same bedroom <laughs> um, she, yeah. she didn't have her period yet oh at that point we are That's at that point fun. I'm 11 I think she's 11 too or probably even 12 mm. um and in the middle of the night I wake up because I can hear. Yeah. And I'm just oh like, what is this? I had a cat. And I was just like, is that my cat? How the cat got <laughs> in the <laughs> room? <laughs> I work at a vet clinic. I know when a cat is open mouth breathing, it is not yeah. a good thing. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? And I wake up and she was trying to move. She was trying to move. My parents, they never remove my brother's bed from my bedroom, even yeah. if I was alone, because I had so many, you know, sleepovers. So wait, you're yeah. telling me that you saw her I saw in her that moment? In that moment. And That's she was crazy. trying. And when her eyes locked with mine, her eyes were screaming, help me. Oh, my fucking oh God. Oh, my God. And her chest was just, yeah, she was just know. panting the entire time. And she couldn't move. I book out of my room, call my mom. My mom came. At the moment my mom entered the room, she was able to move. Wow. And she saw the same man. Yeah, because no embarrassment. And I never told her about that story, what happened to me. We never talked about it because, you know, coming from another culture, she was from France. So she was a white girl. How can I say that? And her parents will say, don't go to see Jessica. She's crazy. So, (laughs) you know, so there's certain things naturally you don't talk about. Even if we were like best friend at 11 years old, we don't share those those experiences. So when she described what she saw, it made a lot of sense. My mom looked at me because she said what she saw to my mom. We make sure that she was okay and everything. Uh, that was the that was the last time she came for a sleepover. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah. oh, I would have been there next day with my dousing rod. Yeah, like, yeah, her? we would have like been full <laughs> in it. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I can imagine. After that, that was it was me going to 
to her house yeah. and she tell the same exact same oh, story wow. and wow. scary thing is then she was sleeping in my bed the oh, same bed and that happened to me oh, so that's like how much is it science and this parasomnia yeah. stuff and this how much is, is it yeah. energy and or spirits and or paranormal paranormal yeah yeah and, yeah oh that's crazy all the paras. And, and yeah mm-hmm. and culturally we have ways to explain then it is a spirit who come to tempt or attack you yeah. yeah and this is how you cannot move because he's is he came to visit you to submit you basically ew but like why like at seven eight years old what did you do to deserve that spirit like what's or or, that tells a lot because now nowadays if that was to happen now especially in canada or in france or in the state i could look into the life of that man yeah okay i don't you know what murder podcast yeah let's go a little bit further yeah. Was it that man a pedophile? Was it that man anything? Yeah. yeah. Then well, you no, just exactly. only prey know. on little girls. Because if you could, wow. if you could put a legitimate like person's a face woman. to it, now exactly, exactly. But yeah. then that also confirms the other side of it too. That yeah. it can be both. Yes. You know, it does. It there is so much shit we don't know mm-hmm. that I refuse right. to say that anything is impossible. Because yeah. <laughs> sure. aliens. Oh. Aliens, aliens, yeah, aliens. yeah. Because really, yeah. even if somebody come mm-hmm. and tell you I'm an alien, you only say like, "Oh, stop it!" I'm an alien. But you I'm will an alien. never oh. really know yeah. if they are yeah. an alien. Yeah. I'm an alien. Are you trying to tell us something, Jessica? Yeah. Yeah. I've, had, I've had men at bars say weird shit to me, and I'm like, okay, you know, like. At, at this day and age, if I were single, I'd be like, tell me you're an alien, and then maybe I'll go home with you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. So, can I home ask, home. I do have one more question yes. based off of your experience. You said you suffered with that almost every day for six Ooh. months. Okay. That takes a toll on a person. It does. How did, how did you, how did you get through that? Like, six months of that sounds exhausting to me and makes yeah. me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> So how did you, and I, if that's too sensitive a question, I apologize, but I've, I've like to explain uncomfortable situations because it makes me feel better. <laughs> I think my saving grace was the fact that my family believed me without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, I, love that. Yeah. I don't think that you will have been the same if they were shaming me, you know, like. Or doubting you and making you exactly, have to go through that by yourself. You know, like, yeah. um we don't do africa is getting better on mental health and everything but mm-hmm. back in the 80s you know it was a serious like almost yeah. like taboo yeah. so and i think then if they were shaming me and saying stop lying you're looking for for attention or right, anything yeah, they don't I think, believe you yes i think that that would have been a, a, a huge problem but mm-hmm. what i can tell you is until this day when some places get dark I am not feeling comfortable you just that because PTSD. of that. Yeah, yes. it brings you, triggers yeah. you and brings absolutely. you back so to that moment. Do you feel like moment. you're hypersensitive to that then, Alan? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I have no problem to sleep in the dark. I'm going to turn off the yeah. light at yeah. night. But, but in your head, you know, you're very it, aware. Absolutely. Just giving you an example. My husband loves to game when I go to bed. Okay. He's snoring. So I go to bed first. But <laughs> sometimes when he gets in bed i jump so high because i have no time really to identify 
what it is yeah. yeah you know and just before it's almost like my body is it, like wake up and get out before you can't move yeah it's fight yeah. or flight yeah, right? yeah. 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 fight Absolutely. or freeze yeah. that's what that trigger yeah. is and this is where i sometimes i remember then oh yeah my husband yeah. also loves the game and then like i go to bed at two in the morning and he's like why weren't you in bed at like 10 <laughs> Can I just have a good time? <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much for yes, putting up you, thank with you. our bullshit. Thank you. Oh and sharing your experience yes. with us. It's oh, so yeah. nice. That was really great. So thank you to her for having me. Yeah. And uh, she'll be back, guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I already have an episode ready to go that she's gonna be a part of. You've that. opened my mind. Yeah. You've shared your culture with our listener. Who cares how many? We don't even know anymore. We don't keep track. We just enjoy doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Hi mom. Hi mom. <laughs> I don't even have my mom listening or my husband. So I like literally have nobody. Oh, Shelby! Neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbor listens. <laughs> well, if you have more. Anything else, like listeners, we want to do listener tales. We yeah. Want you just tell us about your experiences with true crime, cryptid, horror, whatever. You know, if you feel like you shouldn't have had to talk about it, let us know about it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> because chances are there's like 5 million other people dealing with this same goddamn exactly. thing. <laughs> Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable, yeah. So you can find us on our socials. We're on Facebook at Homebrew Murder Crew. We're on Instagram at Homebrew Murder Crew. And you can email us at homebrewmurdercrew at gmail.com. And to that point, I would also just like to take a quick second to shout out a listener. Oh, yes, our listener. Where is it? Oh, thank you. We got probably just the nicest email I think oh, I've ever received. Mail. So yeah, you guys we've ever received. We got fan amazing. mail, you guys. We got fan mail. And when I saw it, let me tell you, my mind was blown. Yeah. Okay, so Siobhan. Siobhan, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that your friend recommended us to you. And that you enjoy our podcast and that it feels like you're just hanging out with the girls. Yes. I think it's important to say that I, that's kind of what we wanted to grasp when we first started That was podcast. our point. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for, you know, confirming that what we're doing is being understood. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're just uh, three girls, now four, getting together, bullshitting about things people don't typically bullshit about out loud. And I love it, and it's great. And that that fan mail reminded me of why we do this, and it gave me like drive that I didn't have. I think it yeah. boosted all of our confidence. Yeah. Exactly, it did. So keep it coming, God keep damn it! it coming. It's like crack. We need but more. But no dick pics. <laughs> no dick no, pics. No dick pics. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, and thanks Jessica for coming. Yay. Thank you. All right, bye. bye. Are you crazy?